how beautiful that is. You know, there's no mistaking. <laughs> we wonder so many times where God places us and why He places us where He does. But boy, there be no mistake this morning of why God has us where He has us. Why you are where you are today. Why we are in the Word of God where we are today. So many times we look at different passages. We find ourselves what we think so familiar with them. But I ask you today, would you be willing to open up your heart? Open up your mind. We are about to observe the Lord's Supper. With what I have heard this morning. <laughs> I tell you, I battled hard. Anybody battle? Lord, I know I'm not alone. I said battle. I wondered, Lord, I mean, this is the Lord's Supper, and we would talk about Christ's suffering. That has always been on my heart, and we will certainly discuss His suffering. But the fact of sin this morning the fact of sin this morning can I tell you this morning it's when sin is dealt with that God can use us it's when sin is dealt with that we can see the will of God for our lives it's when sin is dealt with that hey we can no longer be sheltered over and in bondage but we can be free when we deal with our sin. Preacher, I didn't come with deal with sin. Well, you're here, and I'm here. And what's already been said in the passage of where we're going is here, folks. And our time is now. Listen, either we can open up our heart, listen and obey Him and follow Him, or we can walk out those doors the same way we walked in. But I don't know about you. I don't think that's what God would have for us. No, I believe what God would have for us is to do business with Him. What better time is there now? Not time to put it off, but time to be right. 1 Peter chapter number 2. We're going to zoom in on two verses this morning. If you would stand. Stand for the reading of God's Word. You realize, folks, without the Word of God today, it would all be in vain. Amen. Verse 24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. That we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. For you were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop. Of your souls. Let us pray together. Listen, I pray as we pray. Listen, you come expecting from God and you'll get from God. His word will never fail us. Oh, I pray we'll soak it in and absorb it. Amen. Let us pray together. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for the day in which you've given. God, realizing this is not our time, but God, this is your time. 
God, this is the opportunity that you've given us, God. God, to truly worship you. God, to examine your word today. God, to see the very truth of your word. God, I pray we don't waste this opportunity. God, I pray that we won't take for granted what might be the last opportunity. God, I know you're coming back. Oh, I know you're coming back. And I pray today we prepare ourselves not to live another day in sin. Not to be dominated by sin. Not be in bondage. But God to be free today. God to be free today. Oh God, let the lost be saved. God, for those who's walking a distance from you, God, to simply come home. Lord, if ever there was a day, God, I pray it be today. God, I pray it be today that we be right before you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As you're being seated this morning, <laughs> we find here in 1 Peter chapter number 2, Peter's talking about Jesus' sacrifice. And in the previous verses, he talks about Christ's sacrifice as an example for us. But this morning, it's not the example. It's not the example of his suffering I want to talk about. <laughs> what he would have us to see today is what his suffering not only caused, but why he did suffer. You realize he did suffer, folks. He suffered greatly. It's not a myth that Jesus came. It's not a myth that Jesus lived here. It's not a myth that he died. It's not a myth that he was buried. It's not a myth that he resurrected. It is truth by the word of God. That's exactly what he did. Yet so many reject him. So many refuse to receive Him. I wonder today, would you open up your heart to Him? Why? Because He's here to receive you. You see, the problem is, though, we've got to deal with what Peter discussed here. You see, we've got things in the way. I do, you do, we all do. We are all battling sin. We're all battling the world. We're all battling our flesh. We're all battling the devil. And let me tell you something, if anybody would like to keep you lost, if anybody would like to keep you from the will of God, it's the devil himself. Notice what, we, notice what Peter said. And let me tell you something, Peter's coming from a perspective, listen, and the word of God is inspired by God. And Peter is writing here from a perspective. He walked with the man. He talked with the man. He saw the suffering of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, so he's talking from not only perspective, but by what God divinely told him to put down. Hear what he says this morning. What does he say? Verse number 24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body 
on the tree. I don't want you to miss the very first part of this verse. And you say, preacher, this is a very simple verse. Yes, we're walking through the scriptures. How many of you know if you want to get into the power of God, walk through the scripture. See what God has got to say. What does he say? So simply, verse number 24. Who his own self. Thank God he didn't send somebody else. Hear me today. God didn't send somebody else. No, he sent his only begotten son, folks. Do you realize today what the requirement was is exactly what God gave? You see, a lot of people are confused today. They don't even understand why Jesus came. Let me, let me just explain it a little bit for you. John chapter 3 and verse 17. Oh, what does the Word of God say? For God, for God, nobody else, for God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. Might be saved. If you think that Christ is trying to punish you, if you think that God doesn't love you and doesn't care about you, can I tell you that is not Bible. That is not the Word of God. God loves you, cares about you, and wants more for you than you ever wanted for yourself. And He wants eternity with you. He wants a personal relationship with you. Let me ask you this. I, I think of my son. I think of my son. My flesh and blood. And I think about the very fact if he was very, right before you today. I think he's probably in the back. Where's he at? Where's Ben at? Ben, stand up. I think of my child, my flesh and blood. And I can honestly stand before you and say, there's no way, there's no way I could send him out to die for you. Did, did you hear me? Preacher, that ain't love right there. Yes, it is. Trust me. I, I love you. I love you. Hey, but it gets a little personal, doesn't it? It's personal when it's a personal cost, folks. But yet God loved us and sent His Son. Oh, simple scripture. Simple scripture, but it's true. We take it for granted today. God loved us and sent His Son. I tell you this, if God did not love you, He wouldn't have done it. If God wouldn't have loved you, He would have cut the plan out from the beginning. Why? Hey, why not start over? No, but to bankrupt heaven because he loves you, because he cares about you. Oh, what is Peter saying here? God loves you. God cares about you. Who his own self bear our sins. Guess what that is? That's yours and mine. I think some people, listen, I've heard people, well, I'm not, I'm not a sinner anymore. I don't sin because I got saved. No, you're still a sinner. But you're saved by grace. You're saved by grace. And hear me, if you're in this place and you're lost today, the only decision really for you to make today is to receive Him as Lord and Savior. You do realize that today He's calling you unto salvation to be saved. You've got a sin debt. You've got a sin problem. I've got a sin problem. And only God can take care of it. And thank God He wants to. 
Thank God He doesn't quit on us. Give up. I tell you what, some of you, if He'd have gave up on you in the middle of it, you'd be in hell today. You'd be in hell today. And rightfully so, you would deserve hell. Oh, that's hard. But it's true. That goes for me as it goes for you. Folks, we don't deserve heaven, but because of who God is, He makes it available to us. Oh, He makes it. What more could God do to grab your attention? Man, I'm thinking of all that's been said today. God, listen, God's calling somebody to get saved. God's calling somebody to get right with Him. Notice what He says. Who His own self bear our sins in His own body on the tree. He didn't send somebody else. Jesus came Himself. Oh, as Peter says, the Son of the living God came Himself. What more could God do to show His love for you? Oh, and to think how many times we live our lives. Join the club. We're all in this together. Oh, don't think I'm... Listen, don't think for a second the preacher's condemning you. I have no grounds to condemn anybody. Jesus himself did not come to condemn. He came to seek and to save that which was lost, folks. Why don't we, why don't we get off of those points of judgment? And listen, there is a day of judgment. That's why hell is for those who reject him. Why don't we just get real with the fact God loves us and wants us? I ask you this, when will God be enough? When will Jesus be enough? Huh? I mean, we live our lives so lackadaisical. I mean, we just go through the motions. I said this morning, I do not want to go. I'm sick and tired of motions. Anybody can show up and try to look good. Hey, and just sing and maybe muffle some words, not even thinking about the words. I thank God we read the words. And then praise God we open the Word of God. Folks, it matters today what He has to say. What He has to say. Look, He came Himself, who His own self bare our sins in His own body on the tree. Did not have to do it, but did it. Committed himself. We see that just a few verses up. Committed himself. What did he commit himself to? The will of God. The will of the Father. All the way. Hmm. To die for you and me. And folks, many times, we truly forget what he's done for us. I said we forget what he's done for us. Oh, God Himself sent His Son. Oh, let's think about the sacrifice today. <laughs> hmm. I wonder, do you believe Jesus is who He said He is? Do you honestly believe that today? Notice exactly who Christ is. He's the sin bearer. I said he's the sin bearer. Listen, when you and I can't clean up good enough, <laughs> and how often times we try to, but we'll try to mask it and cover it up and make it smell good and put perfume on it, but sin still sinks. You know that? Oh, how good it looks for a season. How good it looks 
for a season. But can I tell you, sin always leads to the same place, destruction. Preacher, why on the, hey, on the observance of the Lord's Supper Sunday would we be talking about sin? Because listen, you're not worthy to take it if you're not right with God. It's about time we stop pretending that. God wants us to be right before Him, right with Him. Not playing games any longer. Hasn't He done enough for you? Do you truly believe that, do you truly believe that He's alive and living today? Hey, can I tell you, so many people want to leave him hanging on the cross. Listen, my Jesus isn't suffering any longer. My Jesus, listen, he ain't stuck in the grave and can't get out. My Lord, he didn't need a cell phone to get out. Hear me, he's alive and well today. Why don't we live like it? Why don't we do business with God? Why do we allow sin to keep us in bondage to hold us down from the very best God has got for our lives? Somebody needs to answer the call. I'll be honest, somebody needs to answer the call today. God is calling. I don't know what your situation is. But I can tell you this, as long as you linger, you do realize there's a point when God calls it. I'm going to swallow right there. That's a big one, y'all. I said, there's a time. When God, hey, you can run from God all you want to, but there's a time when God's going to call it. And I wonder how much time has got to be wasted before we answer Him. You're talking about salvation? If it fits. If it fits. Only you know that, and you know right now whether you're going to die. You know right now today, if you were to die, whether you'd go to heaven or hell. You know that today. But you also know today, if God's called you to do something, to do it. I wonder, what are you waiting for? I ask you this, do you believe He can actually take you through and whatever He's got for you? I think so many times we're scared to death of what that means for us. Why don't we realize who Jesus is? Oh, our sin bearer. Can I tell you this? The, the act of doing nothing is sin. Hear me. D does everybody understand that? The act of doing nothing is sin. Preacher, what do you mean? I'm just, hey, I'm just thinking about it. I'm in a pause. I, I'm just going to pray about it. Anybody ever said that? You know, the problem is we say we're going to pray about it, but we never stop praying about it. What's it going to take for you to answer the call? Us not doing business with God is not putting it off. It's sin. It's sin. How is that, preacher? Because it's rejecting what God's told you to do. And I ask you this, how in the world can we ever expect the blessings of God if we're not going to follow Him? If we're not going to follow Him, hasn't He done enough? Notice that He's just not the sin bearer, but He's the propitiation for our sin. You realize that today He took your place? Do you realize he took your place today? I don't deserve that he took my place. You realize today the only reason why we're worthy is because he is worthy? Hear me today. The only reason why we're righteous today is because he's righteous. And that's if you're saved. It's he who is inside of you, not of yourself. 
It's who He is. It's all about Him. I wonder, but when will the game stop? When will the sin cease? No, I'm not saying today that we are to be perfect people. I'm not perfect and you're not perfect. And many times we display that, don't we? Some of you aren't honest with yourself. We'll give you a minute to catch up. I'm not, I'm just going to quit looking at people again. I guess I'm going to preach to the wall. Isn't it true? There ain't one of us perfect in here. There ain't one of us that's got it going on, hey, that everything we got smells good. Hear me. We're all the same, folks. We're living this life together. And so many times, so many times, and hear me, we're talking about sin. Listen, yeah, I know we talk about all the grave sin. We talk about adultery and adultery. We talk about, what about the little sin in our life? You realize a small sin, and there is no small sin because sin is sin. But how many times will we allow just the littlest of things to come between us and God? Oh, we listen, we don't even think of, we'll let, a, we'll let the littlest things come between each other. It gets quiet on that, I mean. And surely we love one another, right? Huh? But how many times do we allow the littlest things to come between us? I tell you this, if the, if, the, if the people, if anybody ought to be bound together, it ought to be the people of God. It ought to be the people of God. But we allow so many times things to become sin in our life. Look at what he says here. Who his own self bear our sin in his own body on the tree. That we, that we, now if you're saved, being dead to sin should live unto righteousness. Not your righteousness, but His righteousness. What am I saying this morning? It ought to reflect the way you live if you're saved. I wonder today, is your life being spirit-led? Spirit-led. I don't want to hear about sin. I don't want to hear about what I need to fix. (laughs) Well, then what are we doing? What are we doing? We want a a tickle of the ear. Guess what? Well, that exists today, and you can get that from somewhere. You want to be told how good you are, never talk about, never have conviction in your life? You can go get it somewhere. It's available to you. But thank God it's not here. Because I need to know what i got to fix in my life. I need to know, listen, when he's not in control, I need the conviction of Almighty God. I wake up on Monday and guess what? It's all over again. You know what I'm talking about. You know that the devil is sitting there waiting for you on your job. Oh, ain't it the truth? Trying to cause you to stumble. Cause you to fail. Don't you know that's what he'd love most for you is to lose your testimony, child of God? Huh? Oh, it ought to make a difference in how we live. Jesus Christ being inside of you. It ought to matter the places you go. It ought to matter the things that you say. Thank God there's a lot of places closed today. Preacher, hey, yes, I'm glad there's some places closed today. Some of them need to stay closed today. Amen. Amen. What does our life look like? Is this real for us? 
that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness. Can I tell you this? If you're focused, if you are ate up with sin, don't blame it on God. Hear me. But we'll get the consequences of sin and we'll go blame God that he didn't did this to us or allowed this to happen to us. You know what we need to do? We need to have a big old thing of ownership. Huh? I, somebody needs to sign the title over. Why? Because it's yours. Is it not? It's yours. I mean, listen to me. What does the Word of God say so clearly here? What does He say? Being dead to sin. So listen, if, it, if, if sin is not dead in your life, it's because you made a point to sin. You made a choice to sin. And that's for the lost and the saved. Hear me? Boy, we think we're so righteous sometimes. We think, we do, we think we're so high and mighty. Let me tell you something, we're all the same, folks. We are all the same. What does your life look like today? Why don't you examine yourself? Don't you partake of this Lord's Supper unworthily? With sin in your life. Don't you do that. God's done too much for you. And you know if we wasn't taking of the Lord's Supper. It wouldn't matter. You would not desire sin in your life period. Period. But there's a penalty for taking it unworthily. Do you believe it today? Being dead to sins. Should live unto righteousness. Why is it that I can live a righteous life? Oh not righteous and being puffed up. But right living. You do realize there is such a thing as right living. Being a godly man. Being a godly woman. Being a godly teenager. Being a godly child. Yes, it exists today. God help us to desire it. To desire it. Boy, we're so quick to let sin in though. Boy, we got some cleanup to do, do we not? Should live unto righteousness. Boy, if you're not in joy living in his righteousness and joy, it's because you've allowed it to be stolen. You've allowed it to be stolen. What do you think he offers us today? To be clean, to be right, to be right before him. Oh, and he lays it out for us. I mean, and what does he say? And I know, and I know there's somebody saying, listen, because of the sin of somebody else, I'm dealing with this, and I can't be faithful to God because they did this to me, or, or that happened to me. You, you just don't know the life that I've lived. You don't know the things that's happened to me. You don't know the sin that's been committed against me. Anybody ever had sin committed against them? I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Can't we all relate? Huh? You say, preacher, it's not worth going any further. Think about that. Preacher, I want to sit and wallow in this. I want to sit and I just, preacher, I just can't deal with that right now. I am not about, you know how many people would just continue to live in sin because they've been sinned against? Huh? Because they've been hurt. Can't we all agree we've all been hurt? We've all been offended, Lord. We are in a, an offensive society, are we not? Huh? Oh, we've all been hurt and offended. 
Sometimes it don't take very much, does it? You know what we need? We need some tougher skins, folks. Hey, if you're going to be a child of God, you better get a tougher skin. He didn't say it would be easy, but he did say it'd be worth it. Huh? Notice, hey, but notice, but notice what Peter says there at the ending. Notice what he says. Even though maybe the sin has hurt you, maybe you've been sinned against. I mean, and I don't know what you've been through, but I do know this. Sin has ruined more than one marriage. Come on. Sin has ruined more than one family. Come on. Hey, sin has ruined more than one job. Huh? Sin has ruined more than one testimony. Huh? Yes. We are a broken people. And I tell you this, the, the more I listen, the more that I listen to people and the more that I talk to people, I can tell you this, there's no better place to be than broken. Broken before God. You might not like what I'm about to say, but the best thing you could do, God break you. God break you and show you who you are before Him. Oh, there's no better place to be than broken. You see, when it's actually when you're actually broken, then you can actually see what God's got for you. Maybe you're not with me. Maybe you're not with me this morning, huh? Did, did you hear what I said? Broken is where you need to be. Broken. But I love what. But I love what Peter says here that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed by whose stripes you were healed can i can i tell you this there is no hurt listen and yes when you sin there is going to be consequences okay some have shredded up their life and their family because of their sin. No doubt about it. No, and caused so much hurt. I, I, I believe there's probably people in here today dealing with hurt. If we're honest. You don't serve God like you ought to because you're hurt. Join the club. Join the club. But what does he say? <laughs> but what does he say? By whose stripes ye were healed. Now, notice with me. Now, who believes Jesus is healer? Who believes Jesus is healer? Who believes Jesus can heal anything Jesus chooses to? We got people right now, I don't know. Listen, I do not know if they're going to be with us a week from now. I don't know if they're going to be with us a month from now. Hear me. Matter of fact, you're sitting here today. You might be gone tomorrow. There's some of you dealing with some serious hurts and you've allowed it to come between you and God for far too long. You say, preacher, I don't want to get hurt again. I don't want to get that deep again. I've had people tell me, listen, I'm not going to get that close. because I don't want to get hurt. Can I ask you who the healer is? I said, who is the healer? And notice what Peter says. By whose stripes you're healed. Listen, healed. What is that? That is in the past tense. Preacher, what do you mean by the past tense? That means the work that Jesus did is already done. I said the work is already done. We're not waiting. It's already been done. Preacher, what if I die? Then you die. You're appointed to do so. 
But what matters is where you're going. Where you're going. Man, we get ourselves so ingested. Listen, we get ourselves so ingested and so tied to this world, we can't even think about eternity. But that's exactly what he's asking us to think about today. Eternity. Eternity. Folks, if you're lost here today and you reject God, the truth is you split hell wide open. There, listen, there's no do-overs. There's no middle of the road. There's no thinking tank you're going to go to and, and get, a, get a number and wait in line to seek God and plead your case. Listen, it's done when it's done. And the things God has called you to do, there's no do-over for them. You know, I wonder, I look back, Brother Steve, and I say, I, I waited on this and waited on, and I wouldn't listen to God, and I tried to do everything I could not to do what God told me to do. Wasted time. I ask you today, how much time are you going to allow to be wasted? Wasted. You say, what has this got to do with the Lord's Supper being right before God? Being right before God, do you realize what He did for you? And do you realize what he's doing right now for you? I wonder many times will we ever get it. How many times will I truly do business with him? Truly do business with him. You see, we can hear it. And we can think about it. We do a good job hearing and thinking. But action's the hardest part for us. You know why action is the hardest part for us? Because we've got to surrender our will. We have to surrender our will. Listen, if you're living in sin, guess what? You're doing your own will. Because God ain't never led anybody into sin. Don't you think it's time to surrender to Him? What more could God do than to send His only begotten Son? What more could God do for His very will to be for Him to come and to die? What more could He do that you and I might actually be serious and live for Him? See, some of you need to do verse number 25. For you were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. That word returned also means <laughs> converted. Converted. What does that mean? It's time to get saved. I ask you this. Haven't you ran from God long enough? Haven't you ran from the will of God long enough? You see, there needs to be a homecoming. But you say, preacher, I don't never miss a service. I'm here every time the doors are open. What's your heart look like? Preacher, I read, I, and I get on there, and I got that daily scripture that pops up on my phone. And you know, I'm so faithful to read that thing. <laughs> What's your heart look like? 
Preacher, I try my best to pray. Can we all agree that praying is talking to God? And you don't need a degree to do that. You just need a humble heart. Surrendered before Him. Now here we are. We're about to partake of the Lord's Supper. Now I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you right now, heads bowed and eyes closed, to examine your heart. Don't take, don't take of this Lord's Supper unworthily. Not when you can take it right. There's nobody looking around. I'm going to ask you this. If you need to come and mind God and do business with Him, come do it. Just simply come do it. There's nobody looking around. And the truth is, it's none of nobody's business what your burden is. Why don't you come? Why don't you set your heart right before God? Why do we put off? Why do we put off what God would have us do today? We allow sin to destroy and disrupt everything in our lives, but God call us and we'll ignore Him. God, help us today. God, help us today. Boy, to desire His will over ours. To desire His will over ours. What more could He do than to send His only begotten Son? To pay for the sin of somebody else. What more could he do? There are those that's come. I wonder, would you come? Sometimes we just need to get at the foot of the cross and stay there a while. But you see, it's up to you. It's up to you. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for your precious word, Lord. God, I, God, I thank you. God, of how you touch our lives, God. God, how when we don't deserve it, God, you've done everything for us. God, you made a way when there was no way. Because you love us. God, I pray we won't live a moment without you. God, I pray that, God, if there be one, God, small, big, little, it doesn't matter, sin is sin, but God, I pray if there be something in between, God, you and anybody here today, God, I pray they do business with you. God, that they might experience you, God. God, more of you. The very blessings of God on their life. God, I pray you help us today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
We're going to sing. We're having an invitation. I'm going to ask you to stand. If you're seeking the Lord, then you pray. Thank God you can pray right where you are as well. But I wonder today, sometimes it's just a time at the altar we need with the Lord. Would you respond to Him today?